0: Hi, you are watching With the Contest Queen, where the winning begins with myself, Carolyn Wellman, and I have Mike Kelly with me. He is the author of The Cynical Winner, The Definitive Guide to Winning Radio Contests is my guest today. Before we talk to Mike, let me tell you about what we are giving away on this episode. For this show, Mike has generously donated a copy of his book. Yay! To win this prize, you have to stay tuned to the end of the show, and I'll tell you how you can enter. And remember, all the URLs that we talk about in today's show will be posted below, okay? So all the links will be there. Well, welcome, Mike.
1: Hi, Carolyn. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm so excited to have you here. I love having fellow authors because I'm so passionate about teaching winning, and so are you. Um, Cause not only, um, we are the same, you're a radio contest expert. You are an author and you are a habitual winner. I try, you try, I know. <laughs> so you have to tell us why did you write this particular book?
1: Well, it, it wasn't my first book idea. In fact, I had been still am working on a previous book. That's been years in the making, uh, My current professional accolades are more on the fitness health field. I'm known as a cynical trainer, if anybody wants to follow me on Twitter, at Cynical Trainer. But I've been working on a book to deal with the obesity epidemic in a different light, uh, along with a former prophet, Queens University, to just tell people about what the problem is and how to address it. When I got to a point with some 200 pages written, where I was just sitting in writer's block, and I, I called my editor one day, and I said, listen, how can I get past this? I've been stuck for a month. She said, well, take a break, and I took a break, went back to it, still writer's block in mind. talked to her again. She said, well, listen, why don't you take a real break? Why don't you write something else? And I said, what? She said, write about something you're really good at. I said, well, I am. I'm writing the fitness book. Well, is there anything else you're good at? Well, yeah, it sounds a bit hokey, but I'm really, really good at winning radio contests. You know, at the time, upwards of over a quarter million dollars worth of things. So she said, well, that's it. And I said, well, come on, let's let's get real. How many pages can that possibly be? One or two pages? She said, you'd be surprised. And what she told me was that people that are inherently good at something do things without even knowing the knowledge base behind it or the steps or the processes involved. So, you know, lo and behold, over a hundred pages about how to win radio contests. And that's yeah, what a-
0: I find amazing is uh, my book is just over. Two hundred pages, like two hundred and twenty pages or so.
1: You win and, the prize today.
0: And I have a chapter. I do have a section in my book on winning radio contests, and I have a you know a fair number of tips. You've taken that and blown it out into a whole, whole book, which is amazing to me that what? you've done that. So
1: make it worth the read, hopefully.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I've ordered mine. It's gonna come.
1: Oh cool. I
0: have to know. All right. Inquiring minds want to know.
1: I'm letting the cat out of the bag.
0: So, you know, what, what, obviously it's for radio, but the, the main purpose of the book, what, what do you think the readers will be most interested in learning about for this, you know, your particular niche, you're like a niche niche not just well, contests, but you're just radio contests.
1: And there are some aspects to it that would transfer over to other domains and so on. Um, you know, I talked briefly about lotteries. I talked very briefly about sweepstakes, but you know, that's your domain. But the general, some of the general concepts might translate over. But the purpose of the book, it's really simplistic. At the end of the day, it's all about one thing, and that's improving your odds. There's no guarantees in life. But if you can improve your odds over time, you stand a better chance of winning than those who have not improved their odds. And and think of the demographics, the the size of the audience. There can be anywhere from 100 people listening to Hicktown Radio at 3 in the morning to several hundred thousand listening to Chum FM in Toronto at any given time for a contest. But out of that vast of people, if you have more in the way of odds going for you than someone else, the chances are better. And that's as simple as it gets. So the book is, uh, it's a systematic approach to actually doing that.
0: Oh, perfect. So where does the cynical come in? Because I, I don't think of myself as cynical I, right. as, well, as a winner.
1: You, you'll get there as you age, just inherently. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, I received a letter several months ago from the government telling me I was eligible to claim CPP. in, in Canada. I- that's our pension plan. I have no intent in doing that, and and hopefully I won't have to do it for decades. But it reminded me that I am getting older. And as you get older, you know, what is wisdom? As someone who's made a lot of mistakes and learned from them, I'm I'm very cynical about things if they aren't done as efficiently as they can be. And similar transfers to the winning world. But from a contest perspective, my cynicism comes about from the fact that it's all about money. Don't kid yourself. The radio contest people are not giving away money and prizes to you out of the goodness of their heart. It is all about money. The simplicity comes down to the fact that the bigger the prizes, the bigger they can demand from an ad revenue perspective from their key revenue people. The more ads they can actually issue in between songs, the bigger the prize. That's how it runs. Oh, that's so funny. I'm more than happy to help them part with the money that they're not actually using. It's revenue money from the ad companies that they're getting. That's what it is.
0: I I love that you say they don't, uh, because what you just said about they don't do it out of the goodness of their hearts is exactly what I tell people.
1: Yeah. You know, some of the radio
0: and not just on the radio, any prize anywhere, no one's doing it because they're feeling generous. They're doing it for Facebook followers or they're doing it to get more ad revenue or they're, doing it for brand awareness or whatever the reason is, but they're doing it for a bottom line dollar reason.
1: Some of the radio hosts may like you to think otherwise that they're doing you the favor and it's <laughs> no. their money and they're going to help you win. Nothing to do with that. So,
0: uh, Okay. So now it's funny cause I, I'm going to ask you the same question that I got asked before, when I wrote my book, which is why are you willing to give your secrets away?
1: Uh, Good question. Uh, Well, I started back to school last year to to get my psych degree, so I don't have nearly the same amount of time I used to have. Um, At the end of the day, though, here's the thing. There's over 10,000 AM FM radio stations in North America alone, and I've only played a little bit outside of North America, so I'll stick this conversation in North America. You know, There's plenty to go around, I have no fear whatsoever that anybody's going to tap in when I do get back into this time-wise of anything at all, because I've become very selective. Not that there's anything wrong with winning a set of movie premiere tickets, but been there, done that. Don't want to sound selfish, but when I do have the time, I focus in on prizes that pretty much make it worth my time. You know, Sometimes they can still be small. The other day, for example, my wife, Rod Stewart, is coming to town. We've seen all the major bands in the world, mostly through contests. We haven't seen Rod the Bob before. My wife wanted to go. So she said, the tickets are coming on sale, actually this morning. Um, can you get them? This and I said, okay. But the first thing that's going through my mind is, where can I find a set of Rod Stewart tickets? There's Kijiji, there's Trick, Ticketmaster, and so on. Oh, well, there's radio. So it took me 10 minutes to find a station that was planning to give them away. We're going in March to see Rod the Bot.
0: Oh, my God. See, that's, I love, we are, we are kindred souls because that's exactly the way I think. I see something or want something, and the first thing I think is not how can I buy it or where can I find it or will there be a discount, but how can I win it?
1: Yeah, I'm I, a little frugal. I'm frugal, I think. I could be called, you know, when I was coming up with the title, the cynical winner, I guess the alternative was the happy winner, I thought snore, sneeze, that's kind of boring. Um, but it could have been the frugal winner. You know, much yeah. of what we do, if we want to go on a trip, we've got a 30th anniversary coming up. Really good chance that I won't be paying for that trip.
0: So <laughs> I <it's nice to laughs> love it.
1: But, you know, here, here's another big thing, uh, concern about giving, uh, there's easily over 100 ideas in the book and so on. With that being said, it, it's not easy, but easy, everybody would do it. And it's going right. to take, Some time and investment on your part, not money, but time and effort. And I'll tell you, most people aren't willing to do that. They'll buy the book. In fact, there are some humorous aspects, or at least I've been told there are. and That's how I wrote it, that intention, the cynical aspect. But you know what? You've got to put the time into it. And if you do, that's how you're going to reap the benefits from it. But most people won't, because instant gratification is what most people are bent on these days. You don't get instant gratification from learning how to win radio contests or sweepstakes it takes time and investment and most people won't take that time those are the masters people
0: you know what you're in the fitness industry so you will relate to this anecdote that i have come up with i blogged about this several years ago and i call it january at the gym sure right so what happens is everyone goes, okay i I'm going to lose the 20 pounds. And so they, you know, January 1st comes along and they sign up to the gym and they clear out their cupboards of all the junk. And by the third week, the gym is empty and there's chips back in the cupboard. You know, and the yep. cookies are on the shelf and they're just, it's so much effort or they'll, I, I get the people at the, all the time going, well, I entered three, <laughs> How come I didn't win the grand prize? And I'm like, well, you wouldn't go to the gym for three days in a row and go, where, why have I not lost 50 pounds? Like, it didn't come off. Like, really? Now, I ha- I do have stories about one woman. She entered her very first contest at a local bank and won a car. I mean, it's not, you can't say never. I mean, it has happened on the, the planet. Sure, But it's so rare that, you know, most of us have to put in the effort. So if I came to you as a, as a client and said, okay, I need to lose, you know, my, my 20 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever it is, you wouldn't, you'd have a, like a year long program for me. And and it's the exact same thing. You've got to put in the time and the effort and plan it out and look it over and it's not going to happen tomorrow.
1: So true. So true.
0: So can you give us? Okay, we I, we know we want to buy. You want people to buy the book, but I'm sure I can squeeze out a tip or two from you.
1: Okay, uh, how about a tip? That's, how about a tip that's not in the book? Woo! Okay. All right. I mean, I've got I've got a personal reserve of things that are not in the book. Um, <laughs> Sneaky. I'll, I'll share you one, and there may be a second book version, obviously, but um, um the holy grail in winning radio contests is a long distance radio contest.
0: Okay. That's what the, do you mean by long distance?
1: Well, literally having to call long distance because I've got an extra digit to dial out. I'm getting a little bit systematic now.
0: Well, okay. With
1: an extra digit, there is a time lapse between what you're actually hearing on internet radio than when it happens. So you're you're at two disadvantages, two strikes already. Right. And there's enough strikes on the fact that you know, I'm from Ottawa. The market is, you know, large, but it's a tenth the size of what, you know, say, Chum is dealing with in Toronto. So I'm at a great disadvantage to get through. I talk to Mayor the Shaw at Chum Radio on a pretty regular basis when I'm into this. Meaning, if I want to get through on the line, I can get through. That's how my mind thinks. Does it happen 100% of the time? No. But that's my mindset. Call it universal attraction, whatever you want. I know I'm going to get through. That's only part one, though. Part two, are you the correct caller? Part three, do you have the correct answer or whatever it is involved with that particular contest? Um, a quick, very quick example. So uh, last year, Chum was giving away Vegas trip tickets, and you had to be the 25th caller. And they, they picked five people, I think, to actually select from to be the winner. In a period of three weeks and they ran the contest, I was the correct 25th caller six times.
0: How did you do that?
1: Now, the bonus is that I, you know, it's not small change. I picked up $100 each time and they sent me a $600 check. How did I do that? Carolyn, you have to read the book. (laughs) But here's here's my tip to you. Yeah, I
0: will. It's in the mail.
1: Here's my tip to you. This is what I mean about being systematic because people don't plan to fail. They simply fail to plan. So if I have the knowledge and you don't, Again, I have improved my odds somewhat, okay? Unless I have a baseline, I can't measure how much, but ultimately I have arguably increased my odds. Here's how you improve your odds slightly towards long-distance contests if you're looking to dial auto and knowing there's delays. Every radio contest is connected to a radio clock, and their clock is set to atomic time, such as National Research Council or so on. Everyone has to be on the same timeline. So when a radio station is doing their weather on the hour, half hour, or the news, they're usually five seconds either way on, say, 7 a.m., or 7, 7, a, 7 a.m., 5 seconds after or 5 seconds. Well, that's how it works. All you need to do is find the delay. Well, it's so simple because you know they're on atomic time, and you know when they're going to say that the news is now coming on and they do it what is the time difference from your watch that you've also set to atomic time and you know exactly that they're 25 seconds delayed. Oh, okay. Do you see where this is going?
0: Yeah. So you'd start calling in 25 seconds before.
1: Well, no, not, not, that that is- not necessarily because then you'll get stuck in their buffer. <laughs> you don't want to get stuck in a buffer. It's, you know, a lot of people are satisfied by literally just getting through to a radio station. How frustrating is that to never actually win?
0: Oh, totally. Right? Tell me about it.
1: Well, well you, have to, you have to time it. You have to time it. So the extension of that is you need to know how long the songs are. A song usually plays before a contest cue. You see what I'm getting? Yeah. Okay. So that, that's one element where you have to do a little bit of work. To plan things out it, it's all about planning really and then at the end of the day you're improving your odds how can you do that now what have i improved my odds from i don't know it really doesn't matter all i know is that my odds are better than yours no offense
0: <laughs> no that's awesome now you have to tell me did you win a trip to vegas or you just got the check
1: no no i got six hundred dollars i was all a happy, out of no trip i was a happy yeah i had you know i got through with uh mayor of the shop i think four of those times and You know, I chat about her country music career and things like that. You you build up with some people a little bit of rapport. They know your voice. They know who's calling. Oh, it's you again. Then they'll get your name, which, by the way, can be a double-edged sword. You have to be careful not to become too much of a – what's the colloquial term?
0: Oh, Um, I hate it. They call – yeah, they call us prize pigs.
1: (laughs) I'm not, by the way.
0: No, me neither, but they still like to label us.
1: I follow the rules. Yes. Everything in the book is legitimate. I make references of people who do not. Uh, I could win more if I wanted to, but then I'd be going outside the line of what their rules are, the ethics of it, and so on. And I I don't need to do that. So.
0: Yeah. No, that's not good. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. So what is your favorite? Like, you just told us about the long distance. Is that your favorite type of radio contest or – what is it and oh, f- why favorite, is it your favorite?
1: Favorite contest, bar none. Favorite contest categories would be trivia slash skill. So, again,
0: you know, we have, there's one radio station that's, some, that's, some, that's something called mind grind. So that kind?
1: Yeah. So let's say, for example, they're asking you some kind of a spellbounding question that's going to cause you to start tapping away on the keyboard to ask Google. That's going to take you time, time away from you actually dialing through. Once you connect, you don't have time to do that. And, and let alone, they'll hear you typing away or someone is with you, and they frown upon that. It, it has happened where all of a sudden you hear a click. They want to get rid of people like that. Okay? So keep that in mind. But suffice to say, if the knowledge is already in your head, all you need to do is concentrate on calling and getting through and doing everything else associated with that. So if I've got the trivia and you don't, I have a time edge on you. That's another checkmark in the improving my odds category.
0: Oh, so you're a, like a trivia buff.
1: You're I'm um, mis- yeah, you're pretty much a wealth of useless knowledge. <laughs> one of these okay, days,
0: I will never play Trivial Pursuit against you.
1: One of these days, <laughs> and, getting onto Jeopardy is going to be the holy grail. But um, uh, Yeah,
0: actually, there's, um, there's a fella that spoke at one of our conventions, and he's done – uh who want, who wants to be a millionaire jeopardy all those shows he is a wealth of knowledge and because he lives in the states he's able to get on all those shows so you should you should try out though because you never know
1: well, you have a trade show you have
0: there's a there's a sweepstakes annual sweepstakes all, convention every year oh
1: interesting. interesting
0: and yeah i have there's a page on my website of the convention list and it there's not now not there's now not one until next year but
1: I should look at yeah, that.
0: Anywhere between 500 and 1,000 sweep, sweepers get together, and <laughs> I know there's a whole room of us. Oh my God.
1: Well, um, the, other, the other contests that I love, and the one I love the most, are the skill contests. Is it
0: skill for like video or sk- like what type of skill?
1: It can be something that requires, meaning the mass call in, that's the toughest contest to break through. Because you just have hundred thousand people at any given time, all dialing through an exchange, and you know, use what tips and techniques you can to be in there. You know, think of uh, think of the sperm and the embryo. Right, there's only one that gets through ultimately. But from the skill perspective, I'll give you an example. So, um, uh, one one contest had uh, world records to compete with. So you had to qualify, uh, do a small world record attempt. And then all of those winners, of which there was maybe 20, got together, and they competed for the big prize. Okay? Okay. So if, if a person, a lot of them require a little bit of athleticism, coordination at the very least, well, I'm, I'm okay in that area. So I tend to do well in that regard. Um, another one, somewhat skill-related, they were looking for the best laugh. Literally the best laugh. And I've I've got a fairly wild laugh. And uh, <laughs> you, you should have applied. You should have applied. You've got a great laugh. So, yeah,
0: I've been told like people g- like me giggle. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, you know, aspects like that that require something other than just a mass dial-in, that's what I categorize as skill and or trivia.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So things that take effort. And I do say that in my book, that the sweepstakes that require... Um, or uh, the more hurdles there are to, or barriers of entry there are, the better your odds of winning.
1: Sure.
0: So, you know, requiring a good laugh could potentially be a big barrier to winning for some people. So, um, okay, I know what mine is. What is your favorite prize? Favorite prize that
1: I've won to radio contest. Yeah.
0: Or, no, for anything. We'll, we'll, we'll open it up. Why don't well, you What's your favorite radio my, and your favorite all time?
1: Birth of my daughter all time. Okay.
0: So that's not a prize. That's a great life event. Oh so is mine. God, oh Come God. on.
1: I'm, I'm lucky that way. Uh, well, money is always nice. And, and we've been fairly fortunate with have been in good numbers of money bundles. But the, the best prize was actually a, a year or so ago. It's called Desert Trip. Now, you'd have to be oh. a rock. You'd have to be a rock band fanatic to really enjoy this. Um, so it's called Desert Trip, and what occurred was that if you won, they flew you down to California, the Palm Desert, five nights all inclusive, top end hotel, and uh, you got to sit right up front with eighty thousand people behind you, eighty thousand, listening to there were three nights of top bands all playing together. So. Uh, the first night was um, the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan. The second night was Paul McCartney, Neil Young. The third night was um, the Who and uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Wow! That was you know that's it, it's hard to package that kind of thing individually, so you have to find that opportunity. And these these tickets, just one ticket alone, was. $1,600 US, just the ticket to get into the band area, 1,600 bucks, let alone a hotel and the food and the, the airfare and so on. So that, that's probably the most memorable one thus far.
0: That's awesome. See, I love prizes that are not necessarily things you can't buy, but probably out of most people's budgets.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: And those to me are the best.
1: Yeah. Now I have to admit, uh, uh, you know what an RX-8 is?
0: Isn't that a car?
1: Yeah, it's a two-seater sports car. So we kept that for one month because after we won it, I took it out for a drive. And in fourth gear of a six-speed gearbox, I found I was already at well over the speed limit, shall we say. We got rid of the car a few weeks later. It was an eating ticket waiting to happen. So, But, uh, you know, by far the Desert Trip Prize was was the most memorable one.
0: Wow. Yeah. I love ones like that because that's, to me, that's what makes this hobby is stuff. I always say it's experiences and things you don't come across in your everyday life. You know, when, when would you do that in your everyday life? That's not, that's not going to be part of your radar, but when you start entering contests, whether it be on the radio or online or whatever things, you can win things that just, you know, it's, Add to your, your life in ways that you can't imagine. People you meet, places you go, things you do.
1: And the nice thing about, I, I'm not, admittedly, I'm not into the sweepstake area, but, um, you know, the nice thing about radio is that they want to see winners. They want to hear from winners. These days, they end up seeing you also because you'll be on their blogs or whatnot. But they want to see enthusiastic, happy people. I get a buzz when I hear somebody win a radio contest that sounds down and out. I don't, I don't get upset or miffed. I've won enough. I've written the book, told other people how to do it now. But when I actually hear people, you know, they, they break down, they're very emotional. They're just gleeful as can be. I feel good about that. that that's nice to have. So.
0: Oh, I know. I love it. I heard, I heard um, one yesterday and they had, you know, they call it the big bag of cash and you, they keep opening bags and if you get too high, you might get the buzzer. And she cut it off, I think just two before it would have, you know, blown up or whatever. And they said, what are you going to do with the money? And she said, you know, I lost my job and I'm in between surgeries. And I thought, she said, I'm going to pay bills with it. And I thought, oh my God, she just got a huge relief off her shoulders. That's like the best kind of prize. Like she can't treat herself at this point, but she's just, Uh, you know, and that is huge. That's amazing. I was so happy for her. So yeah, you know, I'm always like, Oh darn, I didn't get through. But when you hear who got through and they have a story it just, yeah, I agree with you. It just makes you feel so good. Agreed. So any parting thoughts before I tell people how they can win a copy of your
1: book? Parting thoughts. Uh, well, parting thought is please buy the book. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, (laughs) It's, it's more than just a how-to book. As I say, there's, there's a bit of a, a cynical take. And cynicism, you know, said the right way, so I've been told, has a bit of a humorous element to it. So I think you may get a chuckle or two of certain aspects. And other than that, uh, let me know on the reviews on Amazon. There's a bunch on there already, but uh, let me know what you think of the book.
0: Well, I will. I'm waiting for my copy and I have a very dry sense of humor. So I think I'm actually going to laugh a lot from the cynical part of your uh, writing, but uh, yeah, I'm going to tell people how they can win it. I'm going to do this exactly the same as I did when I had my podcast. So you can just send an email to me at enterme at contestqueen.com And I'll put the details below with your name and phone number and the subject cynical winner. We're accepting email entries until midnight on Saturday, November 18th, 2017, because this interview can be listened to at any time, so you can only enter during that period. Otherwise, just keep checking Amazon for his book. Again, the links will be below. Be sure to subscribe to Contest Queen on YouTube so you don't miss a single episode. I can't thank Mike enough for being my guest today remember to buy the cynical winner it's not just available on amazon it's also on kindle and kobo right so you can check all of those uh links out and thanks for tuning into with the contest queen
1: where the winning begins (laughs) thanks